Howdy folks and welcome back to Joystick and Mouse video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. Don, the go by Diddy in the gaming community. With me this evening as always is Jay Dimes. What's going on? This is episode 146 and today is October 17th, 2022. And on the program today, video game companies spend lots of money on games, but apparently not on their voice actors. And we hoped the latest latest Google service would buck the trend, but nope, not going to happen. And why do we play these games anyways? So how you doing, man? Pretty good, man. How about yourself? Not bad, not bad. A little bit of a rough week. For me? Yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a childhood friend passed away uh, last week, you know? week before last we had the service last week so that's why we didn't have an episode last week for those those listening um 42 years old little Damn. little too young to go and that's, that's never easy man it's never mm. easy no. especially when but, you don't expect it like that yeah yeah i told my my dad is the one that called me and um it was a Lady, I went to I went to school with her, but I I also uh, probably more than that went to church with her for about I guess from about six to eighteen, eighteen nineteen years old until mm. we both left for uh, left for college. Um, but yeah, my dad could have called me that morning and said any number of things, yeah. um, and that would that would not have even ranked on the list of things that I thought I might hear. But yeah, well, my my condolences did. Sorry to hear that. So we had a we had a good celebration for um it was nice to see some folks that I hadn't seen in a very long time that came back and uh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we said it about funerals, right? That's that's one of those times you y'all get together and you're like we got to do this more often and you never do it's, it's yeah i i actually said that to a couple of people that the last time that i had seen them before this was another was another funeral so yeah yeah we also say sometimes we got to do better about actually keeping up with people other than uh when uh folks have gone on so yes that's true yeah, um, that's it's funny. I've always sort of been a loner almost all my life, you know, and I really am very bad about keeping in touch with people. Even even my family, you know, I'm like they have to call me. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, you know, don't be like that, Don. Don't I, be like so that. I'm really working on being more uh, more communicative with, with people. Uh, it, it's that's funny. I talk to you, <laughs> you and Alex more than insist about anybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, so it, yeah, it's been a been one of those weeks. Um, I hate scalpers, man. I, this mm, is, oh my scalpers God. are scum of the earth. Scum of the earth. Yep. Thirty-two seconds. Thirty-two seconds was how you long they lasted. You know what's interesting about it is in most any other thing, and for me it's primarily have been like 
like sneakers. Like you get people that that's where I end up like seeing a lot of scalpers on a on a regular basis is people will buy, you know, the new jo- the retro mm-hmm. Jordans or whatever and then they'll flip them and sell them. Um but the flip is nowhere near as much. So like you would need to buy 10 pairs of shoes to like make enough money for what these people are doing with graphics cards. And I think it makes it more difficult because, you know, a lot of times when, when you're trying to get scalpers, what you're looking for is someone buying in large quantities. Yeah. And these people are really like, just let me get one. If I can get one, I can make my money back. Yes. And then some, and you know, and it's, these things aren't cheap to start with. I mean, no. they're anywhere that this new car. Uh, so, you know, we're looking at the, the RTX 4090s came out last week. And I was like, well, I, I'm two generations behind. I said, you know what? I'm going to upgrade this, this go around. And those cards are anywhere. The low end card is $1,600. The high end card, actually the one I won, of course, which is actually liquid cold has an, uh, has a built-in AIO, which is really cool, which makes the card a lot smaller, which is, you know, one of the things. It, so airflow, better, all those things makes it a lot easier to deal with. Um, that one is $1,900. So they're not cheap to start Ooh. with. Right. Ooh, the card you want is $1,900, sir? Yes. Hot damn. So... Well, I mean, it's the difference. Am I going to pay $1,600 or am I going to pay $1,900? I mean, you know, it's, it's... Listen, I don't know what to compare that to, right? Like, essentially, for the majority of the world, your GPU will be more expensive than the actual their, rig their computer. that yes, they run. I, I understand My computer completely. is not 2000 I don't have $2,000 worth of stuff I, in my PC. I don't even have $2,000 in my... In my MacBook Pro, I I understand completely. I <laughs> I I realize that I am not the norm here. Well, apparently yeah. I am because I can't get one of these damn cards. It's ridiculous. You know what's also sad about it is I'm willing to bet that most of the people who bought those cards probably have them in systems that don't even take full advantage. Probably not. Or close. Yeah, where the GPU is going to be the bottleneck, not the processor. Yeah, I yes, I've got the system for it. That's not the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, it's, it, it, that's. I mean, it's just interesting. You know what I mean? That like, so those uh, so the low end cards are on eBay for about three thousand. The, the the card I was looking at, I've seen anywhere from forty two hundred. I saw one for fifty five hundred. It's, it's ridiculous. It, there's just, and people, the thing that kills me is people are paying it. I've seen guys yeah. in, in the Facebook group saying, yeah, I picked one up off eBay off one of the scalpers and paid a grand extra. I, I'm like, like, why? No, why? You know why nope. these guys scalp these cards is because you do it because you will buy it. You've got to go up to, uh, you got to go up to micro center 
figure out how they are how they're because from what from like in that I don't, you and i are both in that in the same pc gaming group it seems like micro center generally has a p pretty good process of selling cards and avoiding well, I mean, in as much as you well, can avoid scalpers well, for people who are just you, buying one card. Micro Center will only let you buy one. Right. So, and they do What you do with that one is up to you, but they will they only sell check you one. Your, so, this is interesting about Microsoft. They do check your ID. But what's that got to do with it? Well, you can only buy one. Unless you right. have multiple people go in and buy for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that, I mean, can what one. they can't do is stop you from being a person that is selling... No, they can't the stop one. you from, from selling that one you get, and they can't stop you from having five people go in and buy them for you, but but they do check, which, which yeah. is, is better thing. Here's what I don't understand. I don't understand why they just don't do a lottery. Let me pre-register. Let me put my name in. You only sell one each to each person. Yeah. And do a lottery. Yeah. When your number comes up, you know, do it like the Steam Deck did it. Amazon is Amazon will get there. I whenever they get there, because I, I don't think Amazon has had an allotment of cards yet. Um, uh, they keep, but there were like one or two of the cards showed up on Amazon at regular price, but the rest of them, but most of them, have been third party resellers. Um, but do it like the Steam Deck did it. It was perfect. I got to register when the card came available. They sent me an email and said, "Do you still want to buy it?" And I said, yes, and I have my Steam Deck. And, you know, here's the interesting thing. Coming into the holidays, like, it's going to be, it's going to be something to see how, how we are handling all of, all of these items that people want. Yeah, I mean... When I had younger kids, there was always the toy that, you know, was everybody wanted. But you at least had to go to the stores to try and yeah. find it. You had to go to Toys R Us and and KB. God, does anybody even remember KB Toys? I do. KB I do. I remember KB to, Toys. To try and find them. KB Toys was, was what's up. Um, never bought any big that. electronics at KB Toys. Because I never got consoles at an age when KB Toys was around. Uh, but uh, KB, they had late in their in their existence, they had video games. But I don't remember them having them early on. Oh, I mean, when I was middle, I, elementary school up through high school, I think is when they went out of business. Um, I used to always see video games in there. I mean, we would always go by and look at whatever was new, mm -hmm. but I didn't have a console, so it didn't really make a difference for me. Um, but yeah, I always remember them having having stuff. Um, the one in the the one in my mall actually had like one of the uh, the demo units, so you could kind of come in there and play, yeah, like I... sort of like what you used to see in uh, in GameStop and mm -hmm. EB. Yeah, now it's in Target. Yeah. There are always kids that are playing the Switch. In what Target. do you remember about Electronics Boutique? Yep. Uh, yes. Well, EBX became GameStop. They, remember they merged. 
EVX and GameStop merged at one point in time. Did they? Yeah, so all the EVXs became GameStops. Oh, no, no, you're right. I do remember. That was at the end. Yeah. Yep, I do remember that. I do I remember, remember that. There used to be both of those in the mall. Mm-hmm. Both those stores yep. used to be in the mall. Yep. Crazy. Sure did. Just like, uh, what was it? Walden Books and... Walden what the, Books. What was the other bookstore? Oh. There were two bookstores that were Walden. always in every every mall. Walden Books and... Uh, I don't remember. I remember Walden Books. I want to say like, it's something like Books R Us or something, but no, it's not. can't remember what it was called. Uh, Help me out, chat. So, not Borders, not Crown. I, at least I've never heard yeah, of it. Borders. So, there was Walden. Um, yeah. Or Chapters for, for our Canadian folk. <laughs> yeah, don't remember that one. Chapters is almost identical to Borders, except it's in Canada. Uh, and they're, they're almost identical. Speaking of borders, do you remember the remember they had tried their paperweight their e paper device? Borders did. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah, they had their own dev own competing device with. Oh, them. I know what it, B Dalton. B Dalton, yes. B Dalton was the other bookstore. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a Walden Books person. I don't think I I went into B Dalton very often. I bought an um, but awful Walden lot of, bookstores. Uh, I bought an awful lot of Dragonlance um, paperbacks in <laughs> in both of those stores. Walden <laughs> Books is how I figured out that teachers didn't make enough money because I remember <laughs> walking in to a Walden Books in the summer. And seeing my fourth grade teacher, Miss mm -hmm. Austin, she was working at Walden Books in the summer, and oh, I wow. and I remember saying to her, "Like, this is supposed doing? to be your summer break. <laughs> You're not supposed to be working." And she was like, "She was like, well, I I work I work full time here during the summer to make some extra money," and I was like, "Okay," and I was I remember I said something to my dad about it, like. You know, as we were continuing through the mall, and uh, he was just like, "Yeah, they don't really pay teachers a lot, so it's not uncommon for teachers to work uh, extra jobs." And I think I'm remembering this right. Miss Austin had her kids were in like high school; they were either in high school or going to college, so you know, she didn't have that issue where you know she needed to take care of some kids during the summer. Like you know, right. it's like some yeah. other teachers that had young kids, and you know, that was a different different thing but i i did always think it was like at post that it all i always kind of shook my head when i would like run into one of my school teachers and during the summer and they were working some job I was like ah we really should be paying teachers yeah we teachers should. better we yeah. don't pay them enough <laughs> it, well listen and that's why we can't find teachers yeah. so yeah that's true that's why we can't find teachers that is true yeah, and here i am complaining about my 1700 dollars Graphics card. <laughs> well, listen, you listen. There, there. Everybody's issues are different. <laughs> yes, this is true. We all have our. We this all have. True.
different challenges. I I say this sometimes. I get paid a ridiculous amount of money to to write software. I really do. <laughs> I'm not complaining. But there's but there's a market for it, and it is. I think the real problem is is that people don't value the market for what teachers provide. Oh, absolutely not. It is a specialized skill. I do do real. I do man, patience it. of a saint. Patience of a saint. Yep. All these parents were complaining about, you know, having to do that that at home business. Listen, it's, it's worse nowadays too. Because I, I don't know about you. When I was in school, if I misbehaved, I got paddled. It was oh no, nah, the paddling was done by the time and I got. When to I got school. home, I got paddled again. You got paddled <laughs> again, as <laughs> as well you should, sir. Being disrespectful for, to these That's teachers. Right. Yeah, you got in trouble at school. You got in trouble when you got home, too. Was... Uh-huh. <laughs> ah, the days. The days, the days, the days. All right, let's get, let's get into the first story here. The video games are nearly a $200 billion industry. I feel like it's more than that. But anyways, $200 billion. It's a lot of money sloshing around an increasingly small group of notoriously secretive companies. Where does it all go? Well, at least some of it is poured back into competing storefronts and subscription services like PlayStation Plus and Game Pass, which is Microsoft's. Uh, thanks to a new SEC filing, we now have some hard figures for what this new console war looks like with both Sony and Microsoft shelling out millions over a single game. So what this is talking about is these services all provide free games. Epic does it, they give you two a month, right? Uh, Microsoft uh, Xbox Game Pass gives you free games every, every month, you know, games that you can just play. Sony PS Play does the same thing. But what we don't really realize is those companies pay mm -hmm. to have those games on their service. Yep. I saw a little bit of something about this a while back concerning Epic specifically. They have doled out hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to put those two free games a month or a week, whatever it is. Uh, they used to be per week. Now I think it's bi-weekly. But um, they have paid out uh, hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to do that. So those games aren't really free. <laughs> They're free to us. But the companies are paying for them. Um, but this uh, filing, so it was... Um, uh, let me see. Uh, this was a game company, uh, that wants to do its IPO, uh, called Snail Games, which I had never heard of, but, um, uh, but to do that, they have to, to file with the SEC, obviously, to show they have the right financials and, you know, an amount of money and stuff in back, backlogs so that they can support going public, um, and that when that filing happened, it because uh, one of their game was Ark Survival Evolved, 
um, because that was part of Game Pass, we got to see what they paid them for Game Pass. And mm. so for this game, which is normally $20, for Microsoft to put it on Game Pass cost them $3.5 million. It sounds like a lot of money. You got you to sell a lot of $20 games to make up $3.5 million. And that's one game. That's one small game. Can you yeah. imagine what it is for for some of the big titles? Listen, but you know what also goes probably goes into that 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 money? There's probably something that's like, hey, if we have a Game Pass subscriber or or there's probably some kind of of trade-off if people are buying the game during that period. Maybe. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so um, some, more, some other numbers in here. Uh, they paid $2.3 million to bring ARC 2, which is another game in that same... Uh, uh, the same franchise. That's the one with Vin Diesel in it. Um, what's the other? Hey, just just the one quick thing on that. So I was doing the math, and it looks like three and a half million by t like at a twenty dollar game would only cover. 175,000 subscribers? I think I did that math right. Oh, if, yeah, if they bought it? Well, yeah. yeah. So, so how many subscribers so, do they have? Millions? Right, that's what I'm saying. They've got to have millions of subscribers to Game Pass, right? So, that's, not, that's actually not a bad... That's actually... I don't know that that's a bad... That's a bad trade-off. Well, that's the whole that's the whole deal, right? They try to release enough games to keep people subscribed month to month so that they can they can make money, right? They're going to pay right. these companies a couple, you know, million couple million dollars to get a good game so they can keep the subscription. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, nine, uh, 2020, there were 15 million Game Pass subscribers. Ooh, 15 million. So, so they're pulling, they're pulling hella cash. Yeah, so that doesn't suck, does it? Nah. <laughs> that nah. doesn't suck. What it, what, uh, some, some Microsoft paid 600,000 to bring Cooking Simulator. Cooking Simulator. <laughs> to Game Pass. Yeah, no, that game didn't even hit my... Yeah. But but when you think about that, it makes a lot more sense why they're willing to give away first party games. Yes. Yeah, if you're does. bringing in that kind of money on the subscription, and you're keeping a person subscribed for an extra month, yeah. You know, yeah, an extra year maybe. 
Yeah. Like. Yeah, because most people up for a year. It it really behooves Microsoft to do the best job possible presenting their first party games to the public. Because if there are four first party games that I'm like, ah, I really want to play these, then it's a no brainer. Yeah. To to subscribe. Yeah. Oh, here you go. Uh Microsoft. Microsoft said it had 25 million Game Pass subscribers at the beginning of 2022. I believe it. Sony had 47.3 million PS Plus subscribers at the beginning of 2022. That's a lot of people. More people subscribe to, well, to PS Plus than subscribe. Almost double. Yeah, that's wild, because they don't give you anything, really. It is cheaper, though. It is. Okay. Now, now they have the tiers. Remember, they started this new thing. They have tiers in PS Plus. Yeah. So, PS... I mean, the real comparison would have been PS Plus to to Gold, because right. PS Plus... I mean, in games was Gold with first, but, like, it was essentially the same thing. They're giving you two free games a month, but you only get to keep the games... As, right. long as, as long as you're subscribed. Subscribe. Yeah. And and so I guess I guess really in order to really the real comparison would be how many games with gold subscribers does Xbox have? I mean, a lot of those people moved over to to Game Pass because it was a better value, but I'm sure there's still some right. people that just want that just want gold. They got rid of gold though, right? They don't have any. Did they? Did they get rid of games with gold? I thought games with gold still existed. We did this show. I don't remember what we said. <laughs> I mean, they still have games. I mean, as of September, there was still a games with gold. Like, here are the two free games. So there's really... Yeah, so there is still a games with gold. You can still subscribe to games with gold. Oh. It is how much is it a month? Ten bucks a month. It seems a little high. I want to say PS Plus was five, but it or was like so. You can either do games with gold or Game yeah, Pass PS Ultimate. PS Plus was sixty bucks a year. Because you bought the little card at Target. <laughs> yeah, one of my buddies. The thirty dollar card was six months. Yep. Mm -hmm. Although I have been told that it is hard to find those cards now. Oh, I haven't. So they're lately. really kind of holding you to the ten bucks a month. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me either. There's all kinds of uh, of tactics that they use. Yo, they really don't want to tell you how much Game Pass is. Like when you go to the page. It's, uh... I don't know. What does mine say? If I log into Xbox, what does it say? See, I did the year. Yeah, I'm, I am, too. I always... I do the year, but... Well, yes. 
my account. What does my account say? Riveting, riveting podcasting here, folks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're 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 really trying to get you. The, Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate is fourteen ninety nine a month. Fifteen bucks yep. a month. So you're paying, f- yeah. So it's five dollars more a month mm-hmm. to to basically get Game Pass for your console and your PC. Right. Yeah, it really doesn't. I mean, it's gold's still, still out there, deal. but it doesn't yeah. make any sense to still yeah. uh, to still get it. Interesting. Uh, let's see if there's anything else to, to yank out of here. Uh, let's see. Damn, Epic Epic spent uh, 1.4 million to to bring Subnautica to their launch. Listen, Epic is just spending money when you think about how many games they give away every month. So, yeah, they they. I know we we talked about this. Uh, we had an article once before on them and how much money they spent on bringing games it was it was hundreds of millions of dollars it was ridiculous um and most people don't subscribe that's that's the thing about epic that that amazes me is there a subscription to epic yes i did not know that uh i think it's called unlimited epic unlimited yeah yeah it's uh 80 bucks a year yeah, or, I do so little PC 10, gaming. Ten bucks a month, and that gets you a bunch of free games on there. You know the AAA games that you can you can play any game that that gets released by them. Epic. Hi, and, <laughs> and we're back. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody need a cat. <laughs> you can't give away your cat. I wouldn't give you away. We'll keep you. All right. So yes, lots and lots of money. Uh, in in that. So what sort of leads us into the next game. The game companies are making tons and tons of money. We we can see that, right? In the subscriptions and the uh and in the um uh numbers that 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 they're uh, revealing. But an English actor who stars in the Bayonetta video game series has asked fans not to buy the latest release in her franchise after revealing that she was offered $4,000 to reprise the role in the new game. Look, (laughs) if you are, if you have 25 million subscribers at 15 bucks a month, 
pay the voice actor a little bit more than $4,000 for a video game. That's ridiculous. Like the same thing happened with the God of War actor. The guy that used to play Kratos that they that they swapped out, I think they mm-hmm. didn't want to pay him. Yeah, that is exactly um, why they did it. And which like kind of really irked me because I was a big fan. So he's I don't know if you ever watched Living Single back in the day, but he played Kyle on Living Single. Uh, and he had been Kratos in all the God of War games mm-hmm. until this new one. Uh, it kind of it kind of made me a little pissy, but yeah, um, we we've actually ta- we've talked about that one too about the very first time you heard the voice, it sort of took you out of the game, right? Yeah. It sort of is like, wait a minute, that's not what Kratos is supposed to to sound like. And in this voice actor, uh, Helena Taylor, said she wasn't going to do it. Not for 4000 it wasn't worth it. There's uh, no way you can justify to me the amount of time that she would have had to do voice acting. To make four thousand dollars equitable, yeah, like they make killing on those games. Those games made four hundred and fifty million dollars. Yo, they should be paying her at least, at least a million four hundred thousand. Listen, five hundred thousand. Like five hundred thousand, I think is reasonable. A million, I. uh, So here's here's the thing for me, right? I don't know who this lady is. Like I've never I've never heard of her. But I am familiar with the game, and I know the game makes enough money that they can pay their lead character um, to do the voice acting. How much money must Naughty Dog have put out for the voice acting in Lost of, um, Last of Us? Because all of those voice actors are Hollywood actors. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like you they, may not like they not may not be household names, <laughs> but I guarantee you that you know projects that those people have worked in, worked on, and they have worked prominently on those projects. Yeah. No way. Yeah, you know they didn't get four grand. That's it. That and I I agree with her. That's an insult. That's a, it that's is a, insulting. Dear gosh. That is a. a and it's all, it seems yeah. to be. Not even $40,000. Even, even if it was 40, Four. if it was 40, I might've been able to say, oh, okay, you know, for a game. All right. Maybe. She could have gone and done an office job. Yeah. And made $4,000 in a month. Yep. They want her to record dialogue that they will then own to use in perpetuity of that game. And they only wanted to give her $4,000. I, you know what? I ain't normally on the whole boycott, but. Yeah. Yeah, I I know. I mean, thankfully, I don't play Bayonetta anyway, so it's not really a decision for me, but. It doesn't matter. I ain't encouraging anybody else to play it. But I will not. Yes, we will not encourage anybody to play this. Four thousand. That's just ridiculous on a game that made four hundred and fifty million dollars. That that you are going to pay somebody four. The lowest thing that they should have offered to, her not only that, would have been at least six figures to voice the at main least. character. It's the main character in the game. 
I would also be interested in knowing what the average salary is to do a voice in a game. Like, I got to believe that there are tons of voice actors that are doing these lead voices that I've never heard of that are making better money than that. Like, not the, not, what's the guy's name? Not Troy, like, Troy Barker, for instance, right? I watched one of his podcasts. um, And I know he's done a ton of stuff. I think Troy, was Troy Barker in, in Last of Us? He may have been. Um... Yes. But I can't imagine he's out here working for anything close. Well, so what's the other guy? Uh, Welker? He's done like a ton of voices. Um, oh, yeah. He plays Joel in The Last of Us. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Jennifer Hale. Yeah, this, I mean, and I'm looking at his credits. Like he works a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, Jesus, I, I, that's just yeah. I, I'm I'm with her. That's, that's completely insulting. Just, <laughs> you know, like, okay. I yes, I realize this that he is that he is the hottest actor in Hollywood right now, right? But I mean, I wonder what The Rock has done voice for like four animated films now in a row, right? You know, he's making more than four grand. Oh, they, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine he's showing up for less than money. I think Cameron Diaz got $10 to do the voice in Shrek. Well, yeah, look at that. I mean, that's, look at the actors that are in that, though. I mean, um, Eddie Murphy and, and those guys didn't come cheap. Yeah, I mean, and so, so yeah, you know she the got. He's there. She got three million for the first movie and ten million for the second movie. Yes, and I realize those are, are um, those are early two thousands. I realize those are movies. Um. Standard, minimum but less life. dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Less dialogue than probably in this lady's got to do for Bayonetta. In 2020, the standard minimum rate for video game voice actors was $902 an hour. That's that's good money. So you're tell they're trying to tell me that it's only going to take a little over four hours to do the voice for a video game. Yeah. Uh, yes. Just, just ridiculous. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I don't believe it, but. All right. So, um, which uh brings us to even more money. <laughs> even more money. Ah. <sighs> you want to read the next one? It just, sure. it just hurts my head. <laughs> Google is shuttering its digital gaming service Stadia, the latest ambitious project to get cut as the company looks to shed costs. The gaming service, which launched in 2019 and runs on phones and the Chrome browser, hasn't gained the traction with users that we expected, wrote Phil Harrison, a Google vice president, in a blog post Thursday. 
we've made the difficult decision to begin winding down our Stadia streaming service hero. I would first <laughs> like to start with I told you so. <laughs> I want to hear no crying about people wasting (laughs) money, about how they can't Uh, believe it. Okay, so apparently, because we did Founders Edition, we are getting our money back. I think everybody's getting their money back. As long as you can prove that you paid for a Stadia, I think you're getting your money back. Yeah, apparently we're getting... So, kudos to Google on that one to actually pay people back for the service that we probably knew was going to get axed the day they put it out. It's, um, it is, it is disappointing that they, well, you know what? No. Of all the things that Google has shuttered, I think this is the project that I think most deserved it. Things like Google Circle and Google Hangouts. Like, I thought Hangouts was a great app. Actually, Hangouts Uh, was good. Yeah, and they got rid of that, too. So the bar had to have been super high for uh, for Stadia. I... Here's... What did they expect? This is is the thing that kills me about about them. What did they expect? Well, I tell you this. To come running over there, I don't think they expected the amount of competition that they ended up with in the space. That's possible. I mean, they were sort of first. Um, but they snapped it because, unlike, and I know, like, you can take Steam with you, yada yada yada, but Steam is still dependent on you having hardware. Yep. What I don't think they were prepared for were like Amazon Luna, which I don't think is going to make it either. Nope. Um, well, I mean, maybe, but ahead, I, go ahead. I, 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 I don't finish your thought. I, but I, I really think what may have done the men was the ease of use of Xbox cloud gaming. I, I do. I like it's hard to argue with a service that's providing AAA games cheap. That's that's there's there's the and, f- and almost free. If most people I think don't buy cloud game, don't buy Game Pass Ultimate for cloud gaming. They buy it for the library of games that they're going to play on the console. Yes. Or their PC, right? The cloud gaming part is, I think, a beneficial afterthought. At least, at least it is to me. And and when I, when I get to my review this week, like I'll go into a little more depth about it, but it's hard to, it's hard to compete with the service that essentially isn't even charging for a service that you're charging for. Yeah. I. So, so for me, here was the problem with, with Stadia. There weren't any games. Nope. 
and it was not easily accessible. If you were going to start a cloud gaming service, those are the two things that you have to have. You have to have good games and you have to make it easy to use because you're trying to go after the people that don't, don't have hardware that don't have a console that don't know how to do these things. You have to make it easy. And they didn't do either one. I'm not with any first party games. No, they did. Well, they did, but it was like some ridiculous yeah. thing that nobody ever wanted to play. They needed something like they should have that first party game that Loon that Amazon came out with. Yes, they should. That at least draws people in with yeah. somebody. Mm -hmm. I mean, they should have said, "Epic, partner with us. We're going to provide the service. You provide the games. Let's go." And it would have. I mean, it would have been great. GeForce is doing it, is trying to do it on their own, but, you know, they're trying to get their launcher going with their service. Amazon is the one that you were like, well, they've got a game, they've got their own studios, and now they got an agreement in place to put their service on televisions. So they're, yeah. they're a possibility that maybe they can break into it because it's going to be easy. You're going to be able to go to Target. You're going to be able to buy the Luna controller, turn on your TV, and say, play a video game. No, oh, you know what? I'm going to tell you which... Uh, and that may work. Here's what they should have done. You just said it, but not, not as the solution. They should have partnered with a TV company. Yes. Well, yeah. They should have partnered Either with a TV way, company. Yes. Like they should have done what like Microsoft with, did with Samsung. Like with TCL, right? Mm -hmm. Roku yep. would have been perfect. Roku is killing it right now because yep. they partnered with a TV company and now have their service on all the freaking TVs. It's it's amazing and it's a great yep. service. It works fantastic. Yeah. Yes, that's what they should they should have gone to LG or or somebody and said all right, let's let's put our service in your TV and people can log on. Funny and say, thing, play right? Game. My my TV. I have a Sony TV. It's six seven years old at this point, but it's an Android TV. It literally runs an Android operating system. Like when it boots up, Android <laughs> goes across <laughs> the screen. Like I have Google. I, I have like a Google OS on my television. I don't see the boot up. You know what I don't Sony, have? But I don't know. They never tried to sell me Stadia for my TV. I know. Build it in my TV. Yep. Yeah. I think all miss. Sony, like if I think if you buy any Sony TV now, yeah. the smart section of the Sony TV is Android. Well, so it's my, not like a Roku flavor or no, not at all. It's 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 an Android. My my Sony interface looks like the old PlayStation interface. So I'm, a, I don't know what that OS is, but it looks yeah, like no. the PS4. Interface. I'll send you a picture of, I'll send you a picture of my, of my thing. When we get done, it, it, it looks like a Google phone. It looks like an Android phone. Yeah. But mine looks like the old Sony, um, interface. The old, the old um, PlayStation. So, 
Yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm not surprised. I hope these people get their money back. I, I do too. Um, I hope I what do. I really, what I'm really concerned about is what happens to these people. They bought games. Like, do you did you just throw money at the wind on these games? I and on these games saves. Yeah. Well, so that's the one that really I believe has people up in arms. Is they've they've got hundreds and hundreds of hours into some game like Control. Mm-hmm. And division, and are going to lose it. Yep. There's no way to port it somewhere else. Yeah. First of all, in in the year 2022, <laughs> this is not rocket science. In the thing. year of our Lord 2022, <laughs> almost 2023, there is no reason that cross-platform saves are not standard. I, yep, I agree with you. I should be able to play a game on my Xbox, and if I should happen to have an excess of riches to also play it on my PS5, just be able to click a button, and it should push down the save to my PS5. I should be the same rank in the division across multiple platforms and Call of Duty across multiple platforms. It should not matter. It should not. I agree with you. It should. That is one of the great selling points of the Steam Deck. If I play a game on my Steam Deck and I go to my PC and play that same game off of Steam. Yes. It's exactly the same game. But what you should also be able to do is that if you own Borderlands on Steam and you also own it on the console, <laughs> it should yes. not matter. It should. You should be able to play. Even if I can't play with people across different consoles, I should be able to access my save all over. You know when it kills me is Diablo. You know how many times I've played through Diablo because yeah. it doesn't yeah. save across platforms? It's stupid it is stupid i agree with it you. is stupid and it is archaic <laughs> yeah and it should not exist and you would think in this this day and age that that make somebody could make that happen and this is not what happen. al gore built the internet for <laughs> is for us to not be able to access our saves across all platforms al could you get on that please and, and fix yes al gore they are not <laughs> Using your internet to the fullest potential possible. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 we have so that's the show title there. Al Gore, fix <laughs> our internet. <laughs> yeah, please, please come fix it. <sighs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. If I was a, you know, if I was a shareholder in Google, I would be. Pissed. I would be pissed. Cause you y'all had... threw all this money. Well, but that, I mean that's not unusual for them, right? They've thrown tons of money at stuff a thousand times, and the th- they could have bought. They should have bought company. I just yeah, all of it. I don't. How know much money do you think they rolled out in the stadium? How much money do you think? Oh they my spent? god! But they had to roll out a billion dollars. A billion? They had to. 
with all the infrastructure and and software. How much money is Microsoft hard? paying for Activision? Oh Jesus! What is uh fifty? Uh yeah, man, fifty billion. The fifty billion? Yeah. Would it be? Okay. Well, all right. They couldn't have taken that money and bought Activision. That wasn't quite enough, but. Uh, let me see what the actual Activision uh, yeah. 68.7 billion. Yeah, a lot of money. <laughs> Four. So. All right, well, so I mean, they could have done you, something with that billion when dollars. When you think about it, though. What's the biggest gaming company in in the world? Nintendo, maybe, right? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But if not, it's Activision Blizzard. Yeah. I mean, because we think about Activision and Blizzard, right? We think about, you know, with uh, we think about the, the, all the games that Blizzard have, which are fantastic. We think about all the games that Activision had, which are, are fantastic. But what we don't think about is they also control most of the mobile market. They own Zynga. They own... Uh, uh, Candy Crush. They own all those companies. King. Uh, they own all those companies that, that are on the mobile market. They make more from that mobile market than they do all the rest of it combined. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine when Call of Duty comes to cloud gaming? Because it's gonna happen. Oh, it's gonna happen. Uh, isn't the other ones there already? Ready already? Right, Gears. Gears is available in cloud gaming, right? Is it? I think so. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But I can tell you in a second. Man, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff on cloud, though. Halo is, but I don't see. I don't see you, gears. You are pushing buttons over there. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. All the gears games are available for cloud gaming. Yeah, so I mean that'd be a great uh I think this is bad. Yeah, it's I think my cat has turned on read screen reader. Oh by lying on the laptop. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. The other day she had so she likes lying on the laptop because it's warm. And even though it's in sleep mode, it's warm. So the other day she turned on, like, uh, what was it? Like pixelator mode or something. I had to go to a different computer and look up how to turn it off because it was, it wouldn't respond to anything. It was bad. <laughs> uh, Alrighty, so we. One more story today. Um, there's a gamer, a little bit of gamer in everyone. 
Uh, some of us spend countless hours saving princesses, dodging bullets, or burning tires in online games. Others are modest gamers and only venture out to uh, roll a dice in a board game. So, But whether you're a, a fervent veteran or continuing casual, there's something inherent to our being that keeps us coming back to these experiences. So this was an interesting article on why do we play games? The human desire to play games stems from our basic psychological needs. So hits of dopamine is yeah. why we play games, right? Uh, the three, three things were competence, autonomy, and relatedness. Competence means that we play to feel masterful over a situation, right? That we can figure out the puzzle or we can figure out which three gems to, to merge together to, to make the thing that we want, right? Autonomy says that we can, we have free choice, right? It allows us to control what's happening uh, so, so that we can make it have the outcome that we want. And relatedness means that we, we feel that we matter to others or that we make a significant contribution. So playing games with others lets us feel like we belong. So it gives you that sense of belonging, right? And so broken down, that's why we play video games. Um, I have experienced, I, you know, and I, I thought, well, gee, this is really basic and well, no shit. But when you really start thinking about it, yeah. Why do I play World of Warcraft? Cause it's a great game. I mean, it's a good game, but why do I keep playing? People, right? The, the camaraderie, the trying to kill the boss, the last boss on heroic, you know, with people that I've, you know, met and known for some for years. It's why you keep playing. It's why we keep coming back to video games. It's why you play the division with your friends, right? Been playing with the same guys since the first game. And so when you think about that, it's all those things. We want to master the situation. We want to, we want to be in control of it. And we play with, play with our friends. Pretty straightforward, but maybe we really think about it. Like, you know, yeah, uh, all the times that we played, that's, that's really it. So good little article. Thoughts? I mean, I think it is, it is about community one way or the other. Um, yes. Almost always. I, I have a friend of mine who now very rarely plays anything online because of, you know, toxic fan bases in certain games, you know, um, But I do, yeah, I think the community can make or break games for some, in some cases, right? Absolutely. Um, yep. There are some great single-player games out there. Um, but I, I, there are times when I really want to play a game and just talk to people. 
There are times when I want to play the division and I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to <laughs> roam around the landscape and shoot at things, right? Yes. But yeah. by and large, I prefer and enjoy the interaction with with people. Um I so look forward to raid nights. Yeah. It's just, you know, I really look forward to those. There's also a team building and problem solving aspect. Oh, absolutely. To that, that I think where those two things go hand in hand, that are very important. Yes. Yeah. There's so a, there's a lot of lot of things that you get out of it. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, cognitive abilities, your hand-eye coordination, your you know, problem solving, all that kind of stuff. Yes, but, you know, the reason why we want to do that was what I found interesting on this. Yep. So, yeah. Find games that you enjoy. Yes. Find games with communities that you enjoy. Um, yep. I mean, you know, COD is always going to be a hot bag of crap. When it comes to the community. <laughs> when it comes to the community. When it comes to the community. Although, in the, in the defense of that game, I don't know that when you get to a point where you have that many people playing a game, if it's possible to keep the trolls out. Oh, no. I, I, if you have that many people on any, one, any type of platform, you have that many people, period. I don't even... If you're at a... <laughs> You're a football yeah. game, right? There's always yep. there's always one. There's always some guy. Always right? one. Always um, one. Yeah, but, I don't think it matters. Just when you get that many people together, there's always going to be a couple. <laughs> yep. Just uh, aren't good. Well, that was our show today. Um, we have sort of a video game review. Sort of. And, and this is what Tim did. So take it away. So, while I was home, I decided that I was going to pack a controller with my MacBook and possibly try out some cloud gaming. And originally, my thought was to play some Slay the Spire, because I haven't played Slay the Spire in a long time. Um, and, And that game doesn't take a lot of power or bandwidth to run over the cloud. But I was sitting down and I said, oh, uh, what is it? I always mess the title of this game up. Immortal Phoenix Rising? Phoenix, Immortal Rising. Phoenix, Immortal Rising. I somehow don't think those words are supposed to be in that order, but I I think what you said is right. I just don't think that that, that's the way it should roll. Immortals. Uh, (laughs) Immortals. Phoenix Rising. Immortals, Phoenix Rising. Okay, that sounds good. Um, so I said, oh, I'll try that. So fired up my, my MacBook Pro, got my controller connected. Uh, my parents don't have the fastest internet in the world. They're still using Cox cable internet. I haven't been able to convince them to switch to fires. Yeah, my parents are hard hit. What do I do? Um, and I started playing. And two things. One, game's fairly entertaining. Um, it is somewhere between Zelda 
and Assassin's Creed. It has the Greek storylines of Assassin's mm. Creed and the gameplay of Zelda. And the graphics are somewhere in between. But it played really well in cloud, over the cloud. Really? Especially considering that I did not have a great... I did not have great internet. And we were streaming... Something over YouTube TV the entire time I was playing. Um, and so I was really impressed with the quality of graphics that I was getting, coupled with not not much in the way of of stuttering. Um, like they've I think they've gotten that platform. So the pretty good and what was this it was that xbox yeah yep and so smooth nice and smooth and nice and smooth and really no i mean i i was probably playing probably 1080 um that's pretty impressive maybe 900 at worst definitely not 720 Hmm. so yeah yeah that's, I don't think you could ask for much better than that. That's really impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been really anywhere to try it. I've only tried the cloud stuff here, and of course it works great. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Well, listen, when you go to Canada... We are, yes. Yes, when I go to Canada. In you should definitely t- pack a controller. November? Yeah, November. Pack the MacBook. See how it goes. Yes, yeah, I'm going to start. I used to take my laptop. I'm going to start taking my Mac instead. It's just so much more compact and easier to use and better battery life and all works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and oh, that's that's another good point. Didn't burn a lot of battery playing either. Really? Huh. Yeah, I mean, it, my laptop was not plugged up while I was doing this. Um... And still ran really good. That's so really good. very promising. And do you know what their internet speed was? Not great, but listen, my parents have whatever the base <laughs> package is. My dad has never called to be like, "Hey, I would like faster internet." So whatever, whatever the base package that Cox offers in their neighborhood, that's what they got. I yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know what Cox. Uh, when we were in the other house, which was a long, long time ago, I had Cox Internet, and it was... All right. My parents probably have the Essential 100. Yeah. I even... Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good Internet either. It was spotty. That's... They might have 250, so I'm looking at their so... thing, right? And for the same price, you can either get 100 megabits per second or 250 megabits per second. The only thing that you do different is for the 250, you have to sign a year contract. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. So uh, maybe they have the 250, but I don't know. Now, this was a long time ago, so I don't know whether it's still this way or not. But my problem with Cox was everybody was on the same line. Uh-huh. So if a whole bunch yep. of people were on, it slowed down. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. When I... When I used to live in Fair Lakes, before we switched over to Fios, we used to run that same issue. Yeah. 
yeah, fi I mean, fiber's great. <laughs> Beautiful. Which, and here's another funny thing about this. Cox charges more for their gigabit than Fios does. Huh. How do they get which is Which is crazy. 99 bucks, so it's 10 bucks more a month. Yeah. But that's crazy when you when you know that the speed that the customer speed is going to vary based off the number of people in the neighborhood. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Whereas like I'm going to get my gigabit on files regardless of how many people have files. Yep. Yeah, I, it does not matter how many people are on. Nope. So. I I know exactly actually I think so I live in a townhouse. I'm pretty sure everybody on this on this block has files. Yeah. All of it. We're all wired, so why wouldn't mm -hmm. you get the one that's that's there, right? Right. Uh so that's a game. That's a that's a wrap. Um any final thoughts, Tim? I can't yeah. tell people that they will or will not like uh Immortal Phoenix Rising. It was alright. It was, it was okay. Fun. Yeah. It's, it's Nothing I haven't gone back to try playing it again. So, and you know, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, if I had noticed that Assassin's Creed Origins or Odyssey was on Game Pass, I probably would have either started Origins or just gone back to Odyssey and played some. Played some. There was uh, a new DLC for for um, for Odyssey or for Valhalla. Valhalla. This. You know, I'm actually really surprised that Valhalla's not on there. Yeah. So am I. But maybe I'll start that here soon. Alrighty. Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, if you'd like to reach out and contribute to the show in any way, email joystickandmouse at gmail.com. Uh, to learn how to follow the folks in the show, head over to joystickandmouse.com. Uh, be sure to subscribe while you're there. Leave us a five-star rating on iTunes if you enjoyed the show. And until next time, Tim. Take it easy, folks. And we will see you later, folks. Bye now. If you like this show, check out more great content at IncastMediaNetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>